What is going on, guys? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 4, Episode 2, talking about the LEC 2022 Summer Split, and the standings are looking pretty interesting, because now that it has been confirmed that the LEC will actually have four seeds for Worlds 2022, the playoff race is going to get a whole lot more crazier. You have some teams who are falling down the standings. You have literally just one team that's been consistently at the top with another team. And now we get to pretty much see uh, who is now officially out of playoff contention. So we're going to have an interesting episode today going over the standings and everything that this also has to uh, implicate for the rest of the LEC 2022 summer split. So let me actually make this a bit bigger right here. And let me actually scroll down right here. So before we go into that, uh, I might be covering some stuff that happened in uh, this show right here with Thorin. And I will dominate talking about some of the teams actually. Uh, a lot of the stuff that they had talked about for Fnatic and uh, G2 were obviously definitely true. I mean, the stuff that I'm going to go over in like specific games with you guys will also be uh, there as well. So, yes, let's go through some of these teams uh, right now. But with Europe getting four seeds for Worlds 2022... You got to factor in now there are some teams that are now falling in the standings. There are some teams that have also now been also searching up in the standings. Uh, usually there are some teams that are predicted to do very well. They end up like starting out pretty bad and they might actually be bad for that remainder of time. And then they might start actually performing better in summer. Like we had Team Vitality, who had been performing very, very bad for the majority, if not the entirety of spring. And then now toward like this week for the LEC 2022 summer split, we have them kind of actually getting a few wins together. They're actually on a three-game uh, winning streak right now. Uh, no Cole or Warren for today. I Well, I told... um. Cole that we would be doing the show at 5 p.m. PST. I sent him the link, but if he's busy or can't join, then, well, guys, I guess I got to do it solo today. But how, how are you guys feeling today about um, the LEC right now? Let me just put in the basic stuff. Make sure to smash the like button right there. Just if you are stopping by, just make sure you guys, you know, smash the like button. It's always greatly appreciated. All right. So. Um, getting through the standings right now. The standings look really, really, really competitive right now. It's it's just absolutely uh, insane. I know a lot of people predicted that this would be a really close summer split, given the fact that in the spring split for the LEC uh, that took place, you know, you got to kind of factor in. A lot of these teams were like basically essentially one player upgrade away or one individual play in league away from getting a higher play standing and then later on in playoffs being placed against a different team 
You know, back during the LEC 2022 spring split, a lot of these teams were a lot more closer than a lot of people actually, uh, you know, said. You know, like you had teams obviously uh, like Rogue were definitely at the top. Rogue were definitely at the top last split because, you know, Malrong was actually performing very, very well. And the team was pretty much essentially firing on all cylinders. But then now when you look actually at the rest of the league, you know, Rogue has kind of fallen off in these last past uh, couple of games. So they're just making uncharacteristically bad mistakes consistently. Now, when you're specifically looking at the rest of the field, you know, you have Fnatic, who's looked really, really bad with their super team. Um, SK Gaming are not exactly an easy win, but it all really depends on basically if Gilius is actually going to be a player that doesn't run it down when he was playing Vi earlier on, um, you know, this week when he played Vi and he completely gave over the game when he uh, flashed in and then ended up dying. That was one of the plays that really stuck out to me. Then you also have Astralis who kind of have been also not very good, but it's really only because uh, Kabe and Jenghyun have been a solid to okay bot lane. Xerxes had some pretty okay games, you know? So that's really interesting, actually. Uh, Astralis, to me, don't even really look that good. But who knows? They might actually make playoffs, which is crazy because that's how close the standings are right now. Literally, there's just one game separating a lot of these teams from getting second to about like fifth right now because uh well let's just start with uh with team bds team bds is actually a team that is now out of playoff contention uh the team that they ended up facing uh this week was also um well they faced g2 but that game was a little bit more closer in the early game if you guys actually got a chance to watch that game but then they ended up facing a Fnatic as well. So they essentially had the hardest schedule right now for a team of that caliber to actually have gotten any wins. And let's be honest here, you know, with ourselves, a team BDS really only had that one okay looking week. They, they literally had one okay looking week. Then a lot of people were just like simply overrating this team going, you know, they, they aren't actually really all that bad. No, they're fucking awful. You know, just because they beat G2 when G2 started slumping, that doesn't make them better than G2. Obviously, it was literally G2. We know are the better team. They started completely falling apart. Then after that, you also factor in that during that week. Yeah, in BO1s, sure, you're going to have, you know, teams that holy shit. Shut up. B BDS is amazing, right? Give me a sec. Actually, you speak. I think I I don't have my headset on. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah you do. What do you mean? <laughs> Give me a, a sec, guys. Oh, Give you don't. Minute. Oh, you can't hear other people. Okay, well. No, no, I can <clears throat> hear you. I just didn't have my headset. Actually, have the audio going through my headset. Oh, my yeah, God. Okay, well, um, yeah, I mean, Mad Line. So, yeah, this was expected. I mean, uh, again, like. Niski, like, he's everybody's favorite to win MVP, and it's like, yeah, that's who I'd probably choose, but again, it seems like kind of like a cough-out, because it's just like the, for narrative, sort of like, Rick Reckless, like G2, it's like, yeah, he came in and kind of saved them, but they were always a great team, it was just Reeker was that 
horrendous. So it's like obviously now like with a real mid laner replacing him, they look great. But is he really like the biggest factor to their wins though? Like I don't know. Like I think so. You, yeah. Wouldn't you say like Unforgiven has been better? No, but Unforgiven showed that level of play last split though. You know. Yeah, but so has Nisky on Fnatic last split. That's what I'm saying. Like, was Nisky as good on Fnatic last year as he's good on Mad Lions right now? It's I about, don't know. But, but I'm just same. saying, isn't it more just like the team and that rate grows that horrendous than Nisky actually like performing like an MVP and being like the most viable they, thing in games? I think they simply had to literally play that style because they knew Reaker wasn't going to be as active as Humanoid on the map. But... All right, let's start from the bottom of the standings and work our way up. So, when I was previously talking about Team BDS, uh, they had that one okay, barely okay looking week. And a lot of people were on Reddit going like, yeah, you know, maybe they're actually not that bad. They almost beat Fnatic. They beat G2. It's like, guys, when you have a format like this, that's going to end up happening. There's going to be a random week in a split between spring and summer where a team as bad as them are going to look good. It's going to happen. You don't know when yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, but in the first half, though, they did. I, they were, again, still D-tier team, but they did look better than SK. I mean, in the second half, now they obviously just look horrendous, but uh, I, I still can't believe they made, like, no substitutions. And when the season's over, like, why not just try some other players out now? Like, why is x Manny mm-hmm. still here? I, I really don't get it, but... um. Yeah, I have they nothing to say said, about BDS besides aggressive vote, get him real mm-hmm. team. That's it. Like, uh, I remember uh, the uh, show that uh, Dominate and Thorin did. They had talked about that um, BDS had, in, had only actually ended up winning two games in a scrim set. That's fucking horrible, yeah. guys. That's horrible. That's really bad. That's yeah, like we we gave Nuclearant all this praise, but all, now he's just been like again. I don't know if he's just given up or something, or if he's actually just like regressed because mm-hmm. of his team, or I don't know. But yeah, and then Limit's obviously been bad. Uh, X Maddie bad. Well, uh, that Limit just came back, but I was never a huge fan of Limit anyway. I always thought he was below average anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, I thought he was at least decent before, but I knew he would obviously be bottom tier, like with the rest of the supports, like coming up in, in this year. Yeah, for me personally, right, right now, they had the one minor, really above average week, the one minor above average week between last spring and this summer. You know how many weeks of gameplay we've seen it from this horrible team? Like, let's be honest here, when it comes to the offseason, they're going, they're going to do an entire uh rebuild they're gonna get new coaches they're gonna get new teams uh players between uh their academy and uh their main team like they literally bought a slot and just chilled you know even though everyone says the person who owns bds is really really rich but you know we know through history of league sometimes for at least more or less so the Western teams, just always building a super team isn't always going to guarantee you success. And but having money doesn't mean they give enough, you know, get care enough. I mean, yeah, come on. I've also wanted to bring up the point that next year or when it, when we come to this offseason after Worlds, because guys, BDS is already going to look into offseason options. They're out of, pl- they can't make playoffs. They're finished. So literally when we talk about this team for the remainder, like final two weeks, it really doesn't matter because they're. I mean, do, do you think grabs will stick around? I don't. When 
because I, I think they're going to go through a full rebuild, and that probably means that grabs would be gone because they're going to see what grabs did as a failure. That's how they would see it, or the owner of BDS would see it, you know, because that's just how I personally would think they would see it. But my thing here is what is the real goal of what BDS was trying to do this split? Just pay a whole bunch of money, get inside the league, and then simply just what? Do nothing, you know? Because if they really wanted to make a push for playoffs, they bench and get rid of Adam. They put him on the academy team. Made sense. Adam was completely running it down last uh, split. Then after that, you have them bring up the academy top laner, who played a bit better than Adam, but still nothing crazy. Then their best player, which is their jungler, also started playing really bad. Synchron started playing really bad this split actually he became a non-factor then nuclear int started actually inting a lot of their games just started playing really really egregious after that you had their bot lane x maddie was literally never good he had a few couple of decent games on aphelios and caitlin but so few far in between their supports just constantly like not constantly rotating out but none of their support players are really anything top tier just a really badly structured badly um designed team like i really don't even know if like all the players styles complement any of this really that's just me i really don't think any of these players are honestly that good anymore maybe nuclear Ant had a few decent performances when he was on shaka but th- he's not had any of those on bds right now that like, Syncro- syncroft looked good last uh spring split you know but this split he's not looked good and Neither really has the rest of the team. X-Maddie's had a few better games, but, you know, it, it's it's too late at this point. Like, we know by the time we get to the um, offseason, which they're literally in the offseason now. They're in the 2022 offseason right now. They're going to figure out how to pretty much, you know, rebuild their roster. They're going to pretty much work on, you know, playing the rest of their games out. The rest of BDS games uh, outside of week six are they play Vitality, who's surging up right now. They play XL, who have been pretty hit or miss, but XL should end up, uh, end up, you know, defeating them. So you're factoring in, uh, they're going to end up going down two more games. Then after that, for the week eight of the LEC 2022 Summer Split, they had to play three games, and they play Misfits, who are also kind of in this, weird phase when they just got Zanzara who's been playing a bit better but Zanzara to me still isn't that good of a jungler you know but they should theoretically they should go zero and five in their last games because they play team vitality they play XL, they play misfits they play rogue and they play mad lions they literally could not have had the harder strength of schedule to finish out the season so their final weeks have been consistent of pretty much the best teams in the league between G2, uh, Fnatic, or like the top orgs, right? Because Fnatic's been playing really bad, but you guys get my point, right? It's been consistent of G2, Fnatic, literally, um, Vitality, and you also have Excel. All the best teams, quote-unquote, in the league are, they, are who they have to face, which is disgusting, right? But hey, you know, that's what happens. So yeah, right now, this team is just clearly gonna be in the rebuilding phase i wouldn't be surprised if they actually um rebuild their team with 
former past players. I don't know what that's with my fucking internet today, but are we still on BDS or? Yeah, I could see this team doing an approach of just grabbing a bunch of super players in this offseason. Like a bunch of super players. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of people leaving, especially if Team Liquid blows up. Mm. I mean, like, are, are they really going to win the split? Probably not. They said that's at least one of their goals out in Worlds, and they might not even make Worlds, as I predicted, because look at the regular season that's been going on in LCS. Yeah, like, yes, like, guys, factor in, if you're watching right now, look at how close these games are. Beside Mad Lions right now, who are the best team right now in the LEC by far, I mean, Rogue and Mad Lions were in contention to be the best teams right now, but Rogue have definitely fallen off in these last three games. I don't know what's been going on with them. Team Vitality kind of having a late season surge, even though I, I'm still kind of skeptical about how good they really are. Excel started out really strong, but then it's so weird. Like also in traditional sports as well, as well as, you know, LCS and LEC, LP and LCK, there's always these random teams that'll start really strong, but then by the time the split ends, they don't come off as strong. So like, that's just what Excel were. They started off really strong and I was like, Hey, this team is actually not that bad. I can see what they're doing in the okay, game. They are not the worst Western team ever. You need to go look at like team coast and H2K. Oh, there was origin for Europe a long time ago. Oh, yeah. oh my God. I, mean, I, I would say Origins worse because they lost multiple games in the BO3 format. Oh my, that was that was bad. That was like bad, bad actually. What's up, Ad and Abstract? What's up, buddy? Unforgiven is the best ADC in the LEC by far. Definitely up there. Definitely. BDS is the worst Western team ever. Whew. They're gonna be up there. They definitely will, will be top three. Uh, no, uh, team team coast and H2K. There's nothing beating that. Sorry. Uh, plugin says Team Heretic seemed like a wealthy org. They spent forty-five million on the LEC spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope they come in and are actually trying to challenge the league and be competitive with Mad Lions, Rogue, G Two. Uh, Fnatic seems to have been a team that's been kind of falling more out of favor each year, but their results say otherwise. But yeah, that's my final bit on uh team bds right now yeah, please just expand the trope 12 next year please like like literally guys expect this team entire rosters wiped uh, if they keep syncroff i wouldn't be surprised with that or maybe a few of the coaching staff members but this team is going to go through a full reboot you think after finishing potentially one in 17 they will actually keep these players you are on drugs if you think that you are literally on crack if you think they are going to be keeping any of these players around at all, it's done. These guys are finished. Now, let's yeah, move mean, on to listen, SK Gaming. Miss, Misfits is going to make uh, Worlds. You heard oh. it first. Imagine a team that won't – imagine an org that's not even going to be in the LEC ever again making Worlds 2022. Yeah, that man, it, it's, it's not like that uh, – I mean, that's kind of happened before. I mean, I, I know it's like they kind of like joined together, you know, with, with Clutch Gaming that year and – or it kind of rebranded like at Worlds as both Dig and Clutch Gaming, but still that technically happened. Oh my god. All right, let's go to SK Gaming. So I know Warren's gonna get a little mad at us. I'm still not on this like SK gaming hype train. That because this past week it still shows you why they're really bad. Cause they beat Astralis. Okay, cool. That's great. Like that's honestly great. You yeah, beat Astralis. Whatever, that's just... Astralis should have won that. I, I don't know what they were doing. Like, like is beating Astralis any type of, like, anything? Is that any, like, surprise? Astralis is not good. Yeah, yeah, their record is a bit better than it was last 
spring split and the splits before, but they're still not good. Like the outside of like Kabe and the new support was named Jang Hyun, right? Outside of them, the team's really not that good. Like Xerxes is a, a like an all right bear below average. No, he's just having another Xerxes season where he plays great at the start and then slowly yeah. keeps going down from there. Like Xerxes to me is just a below average jungler right now. And Vizachachi has the most solo deaths of any player in the league right now, which is disgusting as a top well, leader. Listen, he's trying to break contracts, his record. <laughs> so right now with SK Gaming, like, yeah, they beat Astralis. That's cool. You know, like, yes, Sirtis has a few pop-off games. He's not a, a bad mid laner. Uh, you know, Genax, people say, well, Genax looks all right. He's been on this team for like three years. He looks all right. I mean, he said like, games in playoffs where he's popped off hard but he's only really ever popped off hard when it has come to him playing like ergot you know so in 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 a playoff scenario if they actually if they do make playoffs they're not going to give him that i would instantly ban that from him he's a really good ergot player i think he's great as ergot he's got them some really good wins on that champion but genex has been with this team forever it feels like and it's just i don't know he, he played mid lane for them once and he rolls up the top lane I just don't think he's really... He's just a middle-of-the-pack top laner for the LEC. Gilius, this week, shows why you really can't bank on this guy because people will, like, weirdly overrate Gilius but underrate him. Another, you know, middle-of-the-pack jungler, maybe below middle-of-the-pack. You know, Sirtis, to me, has had some really nice carry games. Actually, he's not been the weakest part, but are you really going to rely on Sirtis to really carry your games, actually? You know what I mean? Like, is he going to be the player you put all the resources into, all of the, um, you funnel all the gold into, you know, are you going to rely on this guy to make a big play? I'm not really sure about that. Uh, Jezu and Treats, I think Treats is still pretty good, uh, but Jezu's, is Jezu's another player where you're going to funnel all the resources into, you're going to give this guy fucking Aphelios, you're going to give this guy Zeri and funnel all the bot lane resources into this guy? I don't think so. And that's the thing, though. They really only have, like, one good player, and that's their mid laner, which is a player you want to have good on your team, which is your mid laner, because it has a huge impact on the map. But I don't think this team has even has a, a clear identity on how they really want to win the game. I think they got a lot of their wins because they simply just were a little bit ahead in certain games, and they just kind of, I was like, tested their limits. But it just kind of feels like they did these really good outplays on teams that are about their level, the teams that they can scrim with. Because... Let's be honest here. I don't think any of the top teams are streaming SK Gaming. I think the only teams that are streaming SK Gaming are Team BDS and Astralis. So, yeah, you can get away with the, with that um, bait NAR play that Gen X did a few uh, last week, actually. Yeah, of course you can get away with that. You're playing against a really, really fucking bad team. They're not going to punish you for any of that shit. Yeah, you know? Well, I mean, Rogue's proving my point right now, which is that uh, teams figured them out since late last split. They just still made finals because just barely squeaking by that fucking shit team they faced in the semis in their first uh, best 05. <laughs> no, like Misfits or something. Oh, yeah, they and played then, Misfits, Fnatic. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. Something like that. And, and that's the only reason why they even made finals. And then, then I'm like Fnatic and shit. And then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, in summer, they only then won like eight in a row because, again, other teams were the rest of the league was a shit show and they took advantage of it. So teams figured them out. It's just they weren't, they were, they were struggling. So they just couldn't beat them, even though they knew how to. And now that they're, Teams are more figuring out. It's still kind of mm -hmm. a fucking shit show right now. It's baffling. Everything going on in fucking Vitality. But 
Um, but you know, now that they figured it out more, yeah, now they're fucking losing three in a row. Don't look that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, SK Gaming. Yeah, that's my last thing with them. I don't. Are you? Are are, are people really banking on SK Gaming and Astralis? Oh yeah, they're they're, gonna, they're not going to make playoffs, right? And they're going to make worlds. Oh, SK, SK Gaming making worlds. If SK Gaming make worlds, everybody like, was it twenty fourteen? Gillis is going to be in the finals at Worlds, and he's going to get that Baron steal and win win worlds. Oh my god! Like, are people really banking on Astralis and SK Gaming making playoffs? I mean. The playoff race right now is really tight, really close. I mean, it's pretty like there's only one game separating the teams that are tied for second. There's one game separating the teams tied for fourth. And then there's one game separating the teams tied for seventh. And then there's literally a game separating the team from seventh to ninth. So, yeah, it's really competitive right now in the LEC. Uh, going on to Fnatic. I don't really know what I can say about uh, uh, them anymore. Okay, so this no, this is all right. This is my opinion on the uh, fanatic. Okay, next team. Uh, so Strawless. Let's uh, talk about Strawless. <laughs> uh, I I really don't know what I could say about fanatic. Actually, I what can you say about fanatic? I, I I think I said everything last week. The team is just I don't know, honestly. I, I really it's all have names, no words. Nothing else. That's it. Okay. Again, we'll that's this. humanoid. I still think is great. He's just having an off split. I thought you guys were underrating him in spring. Uh, yeah, I mean he's having an I off split now. Oh, okay. What? Well, How's that? What? Is, are you on drugs? Uh, I thought he was better than Larson. No. Are you on drugs? No, it, it was mainly Larson's team, and he's proven in this. But now. Fucking shit in the bed. All right, I'd say he was like third, just behind like VTO and and uh, yeah. Honestly, he might have been second. Like Caps was having a lot of off games. Honestly, that's what in the regular season. Obviously, he turned it around in playoffs, but in regular season, Caps was so inconsistent. Shit in the bed. He was think, the reason why G two was Kirk just so bad. Than humanoid last played. Honestly, uh, like, he had okay, a lot well, of suspect games last played. Lots I mean, Perks I would put like third or something, but like know. Fnatic. Okay. It, it really does feel like it's a bunch of players playing solo queue. That's what it really feels like right now. Like, I mean, that or just Wonder and Razork were never going to be ever good. And people just, you know, signed them because of their names. Like, uh, let's start with the bot. Like, Humanoid and, not Humanoid, uh, Upset and Hillisang. Hillisang's having a bad split. I don't think anyone should have this guy in. If Hillisang is going to be an MVP contention, that will break my brain hard. With how people see this guy. Well, I mean, honestly, I I think he should have like tied for MVP last split, but that's just me. He, humanoid, sorry, Hillisang has been really bad this split. When this guy plays Nautilus, that is just you should just ban that champion. Yeah, but have you seen his it. Pike, man? Come on. Oh yeah, dude, I saw his Rakan too. You wanna you wanna see that again? Yeah. It, well, listen, he was just paying homage to Promise Q, a little tribute. <laughs> That's because right now it just feels like Hillisang is really, really massively underperforming, just trying to get anything going for the team. Humanoid is having a really bad, bad split. Like, even I mean, on would Mad you Lions, say his vision's been good or no? Oh, man. 
Because how, how much is he actually warding? Because I don't think he wards a lot from the games that I see. Oh, uh, he gets called out a lot while warding. Like, even in Mad Lions, even on Mad Lions, he would create, like, side lane pressure when he's playing Rise. He would try to actually be that mega carry. He's not been that for Fnatic at all. He's been really bad this past split. He was kind of bad on some games last split, but I think people were still kind of forgiving of him, even though I thought there was a lot of cracks in his gameplay. There were a lot of like Oriana games he had that were really suspect. A lot of Victor games he had that were really like really suspect, but this split has been one of those splits where the players just play bad that you think is going to be really good because he's not been good. Like he's really fallen off hard. And maybe it's just because he has bad synergy with, uh, Razork right now, and it just doesn't feel like they're on the same page, which could contribute to inconsistencies in the mid and jungle positions for them right now. And people were blaming Upset, and it's like, dude, what can Upset really do? His whole team is like falling apart, essentially. You know, if Fnatic fans are celebrating winning over BDS, that's that's pretty bad because BDS is a free win for any team, actually. You know, like Fnatic's next strength of schedule after uh this week is they play sk gaming in theory right now i could see them losing to sk gaming i really do they're really not playing good they're really bad right now they play g2 again that's gonna be pretty back and forth but g2 I mean, have also they been barely pretty hit beat or miss. bds no that was a pretty that was a stomp game that was a stomp on their no, they 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 struggled against bds what are you talking about in the, 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 in the, in game, the later right? in the later portion, fanatic oh, and stuff. Okay. But I mean, I don't think I was ever concerned with them losing that game. That's just me personally. But, yeah, but the fact that it was even that close, it was. I man, I did not see it that way. Uh, fanatic play Astralis. Like all of these games that Fnatic have to play up against, uh, is anyone really like confident Fnatic is going to? beat all of these teams there's a very real chance guys they don't make playoffs and if they, they don't make playoffs they don't make worlds okay this is a super team on paper that was constructed last uh, uh last offseason to be arguably contending to win splits and go to worlds and do some damage at worlds uh but right now they're just doing damage to their own fucking brand with having these players because i, I just don't know like what can upset really do with a team like this you know because like you know upset's been on some pretty bad teams uh for most of his career some that have started really strong, but they end up falling off. It's always teams with upset that start off really strong, but then just kind of fall apart. I'm not saying it's him, but it always tends to happen. Remember when, when he was on those Shaka rosters? They would start off like winning a lot of games, and they just, they just start falling off, you know? Um, Razork has been pretty awful. I'm pretty sure that's not debatable. That guy's been fucking trash most of spring. He was trash most of this split. No synergy with... His support, a synergy with his mid laner, just completely just doesn't even know, doesn't even feel like the same player that I watched last year. Just completely feels like a player where he's just running around, just trying to make anything happen. Like, even when he ganks for Wonder and he tries to set up plays in top lane, it, it doesn't really ever feel like they're on the same page. Wonder is just there. <laughs> I don't really know what Wonder is actually trying to do. It just feels like he's just there. The team right now currently just feels like a bunch of players just playing solo queue. And I, I like they had a okay win against BDS where they turned it on, you know, and got a massive goal lead and beat them. But that's against BDS. So you should kind of expect that, you know? Well, I mean, I think if they subbed him Bean, then it could improve. Mm. 
Oh, just have upset say, yeah, the wife wants sex today. I can't well, play it again. Well, well listen, uh, how many Worlds games has upset one in his career? Well, he, he won six and zero, the last Worlds I heard. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. How many, how many games has uh, upset one at Worlds? Six. Mm-mm. He beat RNG. He beat Hanwa. He beat... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yep, yep. Uh, he beat TSM at Worlds, from what mm-hmm. I heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. so so zero. Now, how many games has been won at Worlds? Zero. One. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot they won against uh, PSG Talon. Oh, yeah, I forgot. No, so. it was like RNG, actually, or something. Oh, yeah, we'll see it's RNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, right. so, hey, just put Bean in, you know, he's better. Oh, my goodness. But realistically, guys, what... There should be no faith in this team right now. There is zero faith in this team. They're actually performing potentially even worse than TSM if you look at the holistic view of how the roster has been constructed, you know? Like, looking at how they're constructed versus how, they're, how they've been playing, this is even worse, you know? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what else more I could say about this team. They're just playing bad. Uh, Hill saying has been uber, mega, running it every game. Yeah, again, upsets literally the only person I'm still impressed with. Again, I feel bad for him to get this guy team. He, I can't believe this guy's going to mi- not play at Worlds again, even though he's like he's really been a top 280 in the league for ages now. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I mean, but Ryan, Ryan, what he said, though, um, I mean, do you think there is a possibility, though, that it is like a self-made, like causing some of the issues? I don't think so. I think it's just the, the players are just playing bad. There's no way, dude. Yeah. Like, the, like right now, did he go come into this play thinking that Humanoid, who was like the best mid in the LEC last year, would play this bad? I, uh, I he guess, can't I do nothing not. with that. Well, no, you know? he's just really toxic, man. As uh, Adam said, where, where, where is that guy, by the way? How's he doing? Oh yeah, you know, get, getting paid below minimum wage in the ERLs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking bastard. Like, um, Razork was a top three jungler last year. Coming into this split, you think, like, okay, yeah, that on paper, that looks top, pretty top, good. Top you. three? Really? Are you at sure? At least top four. That? At least top four, at least. Um, maybe like number five at best. I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot you hate people like Razork. He's because he's German. I forgot you hate, hate the Germans. He, wait, are you waiting? He's like, sp- sp- he's from Spain, you dumb fuck. They're all the, they all talk the same, dude. Come on, stop it. You know, the thing is, when we know MSK isn't being ironic with this. He actually just doesn't fucking know. So, like, Hillisang. Hillisang's always pretty much been a coin flip player, but he's always been pretty much one of the best supports in the LEC. This summer split and the 2021 LEC spring split are the two splits I've noticed where he's been playing just egregiously bad. Like, what can you really do? And plus being in ADC right now with how currently League is – the game has been running makes it even more like you have to be pretty much on point with how you're moving around the map, how you're actually trying to engage with what with, with what you want to do in a team fight. When you see humanoid and Razor play uh, with each other in terms of like trying to go after a gank, doing it mid, trying to fight a skirmish, it's all like indecisive. The players both of them don't really know when one when one wants to go in, when one wants to go out. Just Bad, bad gameplay. If they miss playoffs, I'm not surprised, honestly. And if they miss playoffs, their offseason is starting right at that moment. Now, because there's a real chance they could finish. Okay, so let's see. They play against SK and they play against G2. So if they go 0-2 this week, which is a very big 
big possibility. If they go 0-2 this week, guys, they will actually be uh, 6-9. and nine. Then they would have to win every single game in the Super Week in order to basically yeah, I don't, I don't fight know. Let's for a see. tiebreaker. Who does X? There's a possibility. Okay, well, XL does play BDS, so they'll probably win that. But they've been on a decline. As, so there's a possibility that they could honestly miss playoffs. And, you know, Matt may... And, you know, there's always the possibility, obviously, misfits with them on paper. And, you know, they're overachieving right now. Uh, yeah. So they have some openings, but um, G2, I'm, I'm sure they're better than, like, bad. Astralis and stuff, possibly, still, if they can pull they? together. Dude, are they? Their gameplay looks bad. I'm saying if they can pull together, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're the one together. who hated on Astralis, bitch. I said they had a chance, and you're like, nah, they're bad. That's what I- Dude, they're in the actual game. They look like shit. They still are really bad, actually. Yes, but compared to the rest of the league, compared to the rest of the league, all right, I'm gonna get a chair uh, again. Like seriously, I want to know why Vitality is playing well when we get. To oh, yeah, them, we'll talk like, about that. Yeah, yeah, because that. That's I, I mean, I biggest... will say though, I I do think like Alfari yeah. and Haru has improved a lot, but I think that's been the biggest batch of coping from a lot of people right now with with like mm-hmm. the recency bias with this this team and i'm not faithful in this team either it's like yeah they're playing good right now but yeah are but you no, really I think confident it, in them? like again like 80 percent of their wins is is the same literally reason. the team other teams running at them yeah, and yes 80 percent of their wins is like remember immortals in 2020 spring with the iker roster how, oh, yeah. how they somehow got like eight wins and almost made playoffs even though they were dog shit and it was all Every single win was because of the other teams. I was like eighty percent of the wins, and then their more recent wins is people like Alfari turning it, turning it around a bit. I would say. Uh, let's go to one of the misfits. Oh yeah, games. and Karzy has turned it around a bit. I I guess. So I want to show you guys one of these misfits games because I know everyone was really big on misfits right now. Yeah, like they bench Schlachton and they brought in Zanzara. Think really think Zandra's been that good. Zandra has a really horrible win rate on his champions. Like, egregiously bad. They gave uh, him Poppy. Well, Z- Zanzara, play Poppy. Zanzara isn't good, but neither was Schlaton, but at least Like I get it. They have to make some change. I understand that. Yes, but but Zanzara though, like again, while he isn't good at all, like he's he can be serviceable in the right meta and he uh, again he had like moments in, on Astralis. It's just like mm-hmm. And remember, it was Astralis and his shitty lane. So how much of that and getting like caught out in the jungle? Yeah, yeah, and, and that I can agree time with. Was like, really his yeah. team, and you know we've seen it now. And yeah, I mean, so yeah, he's been on the champions in this meta, you know, with like Poppy and stuff. And besides the first, well, even in the first game, even though he died like five times and didn't get any kills, I mean, he was mm-hmm. he was serviceable again. Like unlike Schlotton, he was kind of like like this. Just how award. was Sandra- a really good jungler when he what did look what the look Gilead just did. Look at this shit. This is borderline running oh, it down. What do you mean, man? This is running it down pretty hard. Is Xander actually really good or was Gilead just brain dead? Look at what this guy well, does. He's it, like, it's, it's both. It's both. Look, uh, E flashing. Oh no. He's like, oh, oh fuck. See. He got him. He's he's got him. He, wait, yo, heal up, heal job. up. Let's go, baby. Oh, he's even fuck. look at this guy. He look at this guy's face. Like, okay, I'm actually running it down. He literally lost his brain. Uh, <laughs> Zanzara was like fucking laughing. Well, like, uh, like that's the thing. Was Zanzara playing well this week, or is the other jungler's brains just like actually turned off? They again, literally went to the floor. Again, it's both. Um he wasn't 
I wouldn't was say he was Poppy played too. good, but it's not like they could give him any other jungler. He was only on Poppy the whole time but, anyway. But, but again, MSK is serviceable in this meta, and that's better than Schlafton inting his ass off and being a ward on like Leeson. Hot take: Schlafton would be MVP in the LCS. Now I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Again, I, it I, was I, a smart pickup, and that's what and that's what Golden Guardians wanted with River in the meta of him to just play on the save champs like okay he's better than pride stalker remember he's better than pride stalker just doing nothing inting on zed in this meta right now that's Mm -hmm. bad for him and just trying to pull out his pocket picks like whippo and but unlike golden guardians it's actually been working so far yeah Uh, although the teams they face definitely aren't well what was the first team they faced actually was it like wasn't it like g2 or something misfits face rogue and rogue Uh, threw against them rogue were actually winning this game, we're winning the game, and then later on, Misfits just turned it around. I, I, I the same mm-hmm. shit that happened with them last split. I am not confident in Misfits. They are a horror. They are a bad team. That's a bad piece of shit team, right? You got right there. Hey, hey I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm not denying that they're overachieving, but I did predict at the start that they would overachieve. You know, I'm just oh, oh, just yeah, like, I just yeah, say, I, 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 just... I did say they would be top three in spring. Were they top three in regular season? Yes or no? <sighs> Yes, sure. But that means also what the like if Rogue guys, please tell me if you think Rogue is bad. How are Misfits better? And people say Mis- Mis- Misfits are actually just an underrated team. Crew just overlooking them. Really? Really? If how are they the better team when Trimby loses his brain? Man, listen, you just don't understand how good Mercer is. Look at this. If Rogue with the team with the much better players are playing Let's this go, Mercer. Bad, Look at this fucking badass play. You just a hater. If, if you're playing this bad with a team with much better players, on, I, I just like don't it. get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. What is this? Let's go, Neon. Run. There you go. Go. <laughs> God. Oh, my yeah. God. Also, guys, if you watched the DK versus Live Sandbox series last night, I saw the worst Zeri ultimate ever. It was promise Q level. Wait, Liv Sandbox versus who? Oh, damn one. I, it was the worst Zeri ult ever. Uh, Dude, no one was touching him for deck dom, and he just Zeri ulted. No one was touching him. He just hit R. I was like, okay, you're on crack. Uh, but sure. Yeah, just their bot lane again. They were great last split that's last season in LCK, but this season, like they they're, 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 they're not just not a good fit. They're just not a good fit. I, I thought they would be though, because again, they were a solid bot lane that like you would just leave on their own and they would just play whatever. But I mean, mm-hmm. they've just been, uh, so I don't know why they're not a good fit for damn one where they then focused on the other three lanes, but yeah, they just haven't, I guess. So, so that's my thing with, um, misfits okay. right now, guys, <laughs> how the designs are on missets, might whatever. I, I'm just not confident in misfits still like maybe if they can win a few more of their games this week maybe i don't see them making playoffs i i, yeah, I but really no, Matt don't rain and gillies were just inting hard on those champs there misfits they face astralis which is going to be a lot more close than people might think and then you they face oh yeah they're getting their asses blown out by Matt i mean that, that's actually kind of going to be a match of the week i would say misfits versus astralis that's going to be very that could, yeah that, that has some very interesting playoff implications. and important yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's it with Fnatic for right now. Astralis, I don't really want to speak with it. I, I think this team is just yeah. bare minimum, below average. I, mean, I don't think Jones has been as as uh, surprising as like you guys would say either. Though I think he's it's just I think it's mainly just like the more basic support chance where he just presses a couple. He makes buttons. plays. That's what yes, they need. Yes, I'm. A, yes, and yes, 
I'm not saying he's been bad. No, he's been solid at, so far. And that's definitely with the expectations and under the circumstances. But I'm just saying, while he definitely tries, um, it's mainly just a chance where he just presses like a couple buttons like Pike and stuff that he's been good at. And even then, you can see a lot of mistakes from him. But, I mean, whatever. He's been better than other supports in this fucking league. That He's been I better than fucking Hillisane. People were like, oh my god, he's been better than Promise Q. If you're if your bar is that low, sure. Okay, listen, I'm sure MSK on support is better than Promise Q. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I can play on mean York support, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. All right. So okay, with, with the straws right now, I, I really don't think they're gonna make playoffs, guys. I, I, I really don't. It's possible. I mean, the bare minimum of wins you need for Astralis to make playoffs for teams that are like right now between Fnatic and Astralis are what nine and nine or anything over nine wins pretty much guarantees you playoffs pretty much if you have 10 wins like Mad Lions right now you pretty much guarantee being playoffs if Rogue can pull through two wins this week and start to get a mini little win streak going uh before uh playoff starts that'll be good for them Rogue face Mad Lions this week. So that win streak is getting stretched again and SK gaming. So yeah, I don't know about that right now. But in terms of Astralis, I'm just not really that confident in this team either. And it's really just mostly based around gameplay. I don't see Viz Vizichachi doing very well against any top laner at any point. All he can really play is like barely Orin. Then you have Xerxes, who's been a below middle of the pack jungler like i've mentioned before when we started the show uh i think that dejour has been an okay serviceable mid laner he's been a he's been about just below certus actually maybe if certus was on astralis that'd be a bit better for them actually um kabe and jenghoon have been a pretty solid middle of the pack bot lane but that's it they're just a no, there's no real star player on this team that gets you kind of like, okay, this person's just going to take over the game. There's no one really on this team that is just going to take over the game, maybe outside of Kabe in a certain situation where he's getting funneled that much gold as an ADC. But that's just me. Uh, Misfits, like I spoke about before, I really don't think a lot of people understand how bad this team actually is and a lot of things they're doing. They're getting some free, easy wins. They've been getting free, easy wins all fucking year. Yeah, you brought in Zanzara. That's great. Um, he he's not been good, but then again, since people since the other players know that he's not gonna be like an actual threat, they don't really focus him, so he gets to perform a bit better. And yeah, he did win the games for them. I'm not saying he didn't, but it's just the manner in which they won. It's that doesn't breed you confidence in this team at all. You know, him missing uh, smite the way he just sword. did, like in the um the game we just saw, when he's mismiting like that, that's pretty concerning right there. Another one's winning the game, too. Yeah, no, no. He's, again, I'm not saying he's a good jungler. He's still bottom of the pack. But I'm just saying in the meta, he's at least somewhat serviceable. And that's it with the teams right here. And now we're going to go on to uh, G2. So here's my thing with G2, guys. They're playing, like, Yankos has been playing pretty bad. Most of... Yeah, nearly all of the split, Yankos has been pretty bad. Normally, Yankos is a top three jungler in the league. But this split in particular, he's been just bad. He was also pretty decently bad when they had Reckless last summer split back in 2021. He's been relatively pretty awful between these two splits, respectively. I'm not saying he can't bounce back in these later 
a few weeks for the LEC, but he's had an uncharacteristically really bad um, summer split for this year. Like, it's been really bad for them. Broken Blade's been running it down every game. Um, Caps has been pretty middle of the pack. You know, the bot lane with Targamos and uh, Flacid. I, I still think Flacid's not as bad as people are making him out to be. I still think you can definitely still play through the guy, but they're really not playing through him. Targamus hasn't really been the playmaking support that you see on other teams. Like you see Trimby making plays uh, on the map to get things going. You see Jang Hyun forcing plays on the map. You see. Trace I don't think it was. I don't think map. he's been put in a position like that with what they've been giving him in drafts. I think if they gave him more stuff like other teams, like I think when they have given him stuff like Pike, he's shown it. I think it's just the team that then lets him down. Uh, outside of the odd time he's picked off, that doesn't really cost him anything. Like I think, I just think it's because this week wasn't he on Brom? This week he was on Brom or something like that. And Brom is definitely used, support. You usually just make been, plays. I mean, they're usually just been putting him. I, I mean, yes, but like by that logic, like every support, like it makes plays. Like Brom is not. Yeah. Out of all, all the champs in fucking the game, Brom is like <laughs> one of the lowest ones. Like but again, like what, what if, uh, like again, why don't they? Uh, like is the uh, uh what's the champ's name again? Who was that a uh, one fucking champ? Uh, the uh, what, yes. what's the one? Cha- what's the one support champ? Like the crow? What was that name? Oh fuck! Jeez, that that's gonna be descriptive. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, like uh, I I would say if you want to have talking must pl- make plays on the map, give him Nautilus, give him Rakan, something. They keep giving this guy like Brom. And like Lulu, it's like their support can't even make plays around the map. You can't. Not with the champions he's given. I mean, you can, but it's going to be really, really bad. Then you have, so you have, a, so you functionally have Yankos and Caps who've been not playing very well, even as a yeah, duo. Yeah, sorry, fit, Fiddlesticks, right? Fiddle, fit, Fiddlesticks. Like, like, is, is he in the meta? No, no, definitely not. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I if wish. he was, then I think that would be a champ that he would be good at. Like, oh, uh, because people know about G2 that if Yankos and Caps really aren't getting the team going, they don't really play very well. That was the thing that I mentioned before the spring split started. These are like all of the concerns I have with the team going into the spring split finally come to pass. As I said, all of those issues I said, I'm like, well, if they don't really play through Yankos and Caps, who do they play through? I mean, some, some could say Broken Blade, but that's never been like a consistent win condition for the teams that had broken blade i mean you can play through him has that been a win condition that you can essentially play through i'm not too sure you know because if because with broken blade there has to be like certain champs in the meta for him to really pop off atrox aurelia you know champions like camille but he hasn't really been playing well on anything even when he's gotten counter picks he's not played well on any counter picks and even if he's given just basic tanks, he's not played well on even basic tanks, people. Okay. It, it's like, holy shit. Then Flackid has been just regarded just as a player. They just kind of just leave off on an island with Targamus. Targamus not making plays around the map, not being proactive. Yankos having an off split. Caps having a meddling split more off or on, give or take how you look at it. So yeah, the entire G2 team, they're not playing well. They're just about as bad as Fnatic, really. They have the one extra win, but they're playing just about the same level, actually. You know? They lost to Team Vitality in a pretty embarrassing fashion. Like, even against Team BDS in uh this game, 
this was also very bad from them. They were losing this game against Team BDS, actually. Like a Smatty being on a Filios. Uh, but somehow later on, they ended up actually like turn they started turning the game around actually uh caps was on swain uh, and there's been this massive sivir priority you know recently uh sivir actually got buffed on a few patches ago so i was kind of wondering like yeah sivir will most likely come back into the meta you know sivir's like one of those champions where you know if you need some utility in your composition then you could just pick her obviously she provides yeah. a lot with certain teams yeah, and like any comp really so like, they were losing this BDS game. The fact that BDS couldn't even close this game out. Imagine if two of BDS's only wins came from just beating G2. The LEC 2022 Spring Split Champion. That would have been completely ridiculous. But Xmati ended up getting caught out, which pretty much... At that moment in these games when a team like as bad as BDS are winning against a team like G2. When you have a player like, like Xmati getting caught out like that. That kind of... You kind of go like, okay, they can make... They're way back to this game. As long as you carefully flank and actually get in to the back line, like what Yankos is trying to do right there, then you could probably start winning the game. Because if you're in a position like that, X-Mandy really shouldn't be there doing that. Also, um, Lulu would say, I like the comp that G2 has, but you know, you, you kind of factor in, they had a really meddling week. They almost lost this game to BDS again because they already previously lost to them earlier in the split, then they actually got destroyed by Team Vitality. So, you know, I know people came into the split going like, well, G2, you know, they didn't have an MSI hangover. They started 4-0. and zero. Just because you don't start a hangover initially from, from MSI from the first few weeks doesn't mean you won't eventually have it, you know? Just because they didn't start off bad doesn't mean they weren't going to end up falling into the same, uh, you know, point where they start playing bad, you know? Uh, Evil Geniuses, I think, yeah, Evil Geniuses and T1 are the only teams that, to me, didn't have a MSI hangover. Uh, G2 are not only just having a, a MSI hangover, they are also playing bad. They are also just playing uncharacteristically bad. So, you know, also, that was the thing coming into this year that I talked about earlier in uh, spring was, who do you really play through if Yankos and Caps really aren't getting the team going? Flacken and Targamas don't seem to be those players. And Broken Blade has been playing so bad, you can't really bank on that guy getting you kind of anywhere during certain games, you know? That's why I was concerned with this team uh, coming into spring, but now the stuff I said in spring is now coming to fruition in summer, and I don't really know how you fix these issues right now. I, I really don't, honestly. But that's just me personally. Uh, one of the match of the weeks... No, the match of the week this week was Team Vitality uh, versus G2. Uh the, the, the whole game was pretty much just Perks going around the team as on Ari and having a really good game on Ari. Perks, to me, has been one of the more MVP candidates this split outside of Niski. Honestly, I think he's performed very well. So if you pick I Perks mean, or Niski, I'm pretty sure I won't I be mean, mad, honestly. honestly if, if Vitality uh, gets second at the end of the regular season, I might just have to pick him over Niski because, like, what else does Vitality really has been doing? Yeah, like a lot. Also, a lot of these games, guys, that Vitality have won. Not not outside of this one. This one they actually played pretty well. The games that they've been winning, a lot of these teams have really been just giving it up to them. Why would G two fight a four v five, knowing that their ADC is bot? What is that? Like that is ridiculous, man. All right, but I don't have to fucking watch that garbage. All right, so that's my G two discussion right there. Uh, Excel, Excel to me are. 
falling apart. Not say falling apart. Excel are kind of losing their mojo. You know, like this team had a defined style and how they want to play the game from when we saw them start the LEC 2022 summer split. They started off really strong, but then they've just been pretty much faltering uh, the latter half of the split. You know, they're on a two-game losing streak. They ended up losing to, you know, um, Team Vitality, who are starting to have like a minute, a late-minute surge in the season. They also ended up dropping to Mad Lions. You know, Mad Lions is expected for them to drop a game like that because, you know, Mad Lions are the best team right now. They play G2 this week. That's going to be really, really, really close in terms of like the standings right now for the split. Then you also have um, them playing up against Team BDS. They have a free win against BDS. So on the rest of the split, they face Rogue, they face SK Gaming, and they face Astralis. So they have an easier strength of schedule for them where they could end off potentially, what, like 4-1 and one in the latter half of their games. But, I mean, you got to kind of factor it. For this team to really win, they have to have either Patrick on a hyper carry, Nuke Duck taking over the game, getting together with Mark Kuna to make plays on the map, or Finn not feeding a lot of the games that they've even lost was Finn basically running it down and feeding even in their XL game Finn completely just got got by Alfari and was can was also getting camped uh by Haru as well so I hope this team can bounce back a little bit I don't want to be fully off this team yet but I do think this team is definitely struggling with how they uh, won the game initially I mean honestly if there was a a team that deserved to just fall off like that, it's XL. Fuck them. Oh, Lord. Holy shit. After that, re- there's some recent news today about one of their people that I don't want to get into at all. That is Wait, wait, bad. wait, wait. What What recent news? Oh, it's that's bad. Whew, it's pretty bad. Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't know. Wait, DM me. I actually didn't hear anything. Wait. Oh, sorry. There's been decent outside. Here uh, was their game against Vitality. This shit was I'm gonna just look it up. so cringe to look at. The way fucking, um, yeah, Finn, you know, lost the 1v1 against Alfari. You know, it's so crazy seeing Alfari have a good game like this because he really hasn't had, like, pretty much any good games from spring into summer. And now, all of a sudden, he decides he wants to actually carry the game. Now, I don't know why Finn would really contest and challenge for this wave considering the fact that he knows he has no flash and considering he knows that they're going to potentially try to repeat gank him. It's like, why would you really contest that? Actually, then they chose to swap the bot lane with the top lane because, you know, they wanted to make sure that he wouldn't fall further behind. But the damage is kind of already done. If NAR is kind of that ahead against GP, he'll just end up poking him out. He'll get side lane pressure. But if it's the other way around, then it's obviously going to be a bit better for GP because you could just poke the NAR out and then have the side lane pressure. Then the bot lane of Excel die topside because Haru was putting a lot of resources into, you know, getting Alfari ahead. Maybe Haru realizes that he can't really play through perks the way he thinks he can, so he'll just play through, uh, you know, topside, actually. Um, but, yeah, Team Vitality having a late game. Uh, sorry, a late uh, Okay, I, I looked up what was going on. Fuck. Well, um, I can't say I'm uh, surprised, though. This guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, this, mm. th- this stupid fucking bastard, him. And that other guy, like Forrest or whatever his name on Twitter, but but just fucking clowns, and then the same people who like tried to defend Night Blue when he got that guy banned for just playing a different strategy in solo queue. All right, fuck him. So oh wow, well, I, I really I really like the post uh, people are sharing that he made. Wow, I really like that uh, black guy meme he did. Wow. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> so that's my thing with Team Vitality. Okay, right now the recent C bias around Team Vitality is really weird. Mm-hmm. Like I mostly Team right now in the LEC, I'm not really too hot on, except for like Mad Lions. But I'll say this. I think a lot of people are putting too much recency bias in a team vitality. Like they've been playing bad since spring of this year, week one. They've had like maybe two weeks, one week in spring that looked good, and one week in this split that looked good. And people are sitting there going, like, well, they're actually really good now. No, no, that's not how that works. They've only shown you three, they've only literally been they've only won three games right now consistently. And this is the highest amount of game wins they've had all year. Three. They've had three fucking wins strung together this entire year. They've been really bad this year, actually. I'm not too into this team right now. I, I'm still super skeptical about them. Yeah, they had their really dominant win against um, G2, and they also ended up beating XL. But my thing right now is, given how bad they've been pretty much all year, it's really hard for anyone who's been watching it to go like, you know, I think this team is actually got it all together this team has just finally figured it out no i i think they came to the conclusion that we have to really do basic simple shit in order to win that's just me personally i think the team has realized if we don't really do just basic shit basic shit being playing ari and just roaming around the map uh you know having picking trundle and picking nar and just having haru camp top lane they need some strategy they can't play through their bot lane their bot lane is fucking horrible you know uh the next team is definitely Rogue. Rogue have definitely kind of start falling off. Maybe is it teams figuring them out? Or 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 after that one loss to G2, they just started completely uh realizing maybe we're not as good as we think. I, Rogue is just one of those teams that just get into their heads way too much. I, I personally don't know what to really think of them right now with them losing all of these games. Cause right now, even last week, uh they ended up beating Fnatic, which was impressive, but that was really, really close game actually. Uh, that Baron steal from Malrong was, you know, uh, really game-saving. Ended up losing to G2. After they lost to G2, they simply just started losing to just pretty much the rest of the teams. Like, that one G2 loss mentally broke them? I, I don't know if I believe that. I think Rogue has, Rogue has always had this playstyle you could have simply just exploited. Teams just really never did it. Now, it doesn't really matter if a team has an exploitable playstyle. It's all based around if the teams can actually do it. And now, looking at week seven, they play Mad Lions, which, you know, definitely Mad Lions should definitely beat them. Then after that, uh, they play SK Gaming. They should beat SK Gaming, but right now, yeah. it's so very up in the air. They can talk too. Fuck, I don't know, honestly. If they finish fourth, I'm not even surprised right now. I mean, they can easily make talk too. I mean, XL far falling. G2 isn't playing very good. Misfits is Misfits. Rogue has been figured out. Like, who else is there? Yeah, like, Rogue could simply still finish second. If they really push for a lot of these later games in the split, these last five games, Rogue could finish second. They could, because their last games are... the last games are against Mad Lions, SK, XL, BDS, and Team Vitality. So, realistically... If they can string together five more wins, they could finish the split 13 and five, which is pretty respectable. But yeah, I also agree with, yeah, Malrong has been a, has been just not very good this split. And I think it really has to do with that play style that was really volatile last split. And I even said, hey, 
this play style is probably not going to be super sustainable, but if that's a play style that he needs to play in order to get this team going, in, in order to win games, you should keep that play style. I, I think having this guy play a play style that's not really something he's even really good at has somewhat detrimented this player. I think playing that hyperactive gank, gank heavy play style was his play style. And I think that's what really surprised a lot of people. And I think that's what got them a lot of wins the last split was just playing completely out of his mind. But then, you know, this split, he's reverted into some player that's been reserved. You know, I don't think he's really good with that reserved play style. I think he's better as a um, gank heavy focused jungler. I, I think that is the play style they should have Malrong, you know, play. I, I don't think Comp and Trimby are bad. Like, I think they're still one of the best bot lanes in EU. Larson's had a uncharacteristically pretty, sorry, Larson has had an uncharacteristically okay-ish split. Guys, when we do all pro teams for the split, I don't know who am I choosing for like a lot of these players. Larson's not been that good, really. Uh, Odawabne's not been that good, honestly. Like, players on Rogue, you expect to be, like, at the top of the league because Rogue has been just a team that's finished either second or first with an impressive record. They finished the impressive record since they didn't have that one really bad roster with Sen Cooks on it. They finished with records of like, you know, 14 and four, you know, 15 and two, shit like that. You know, it's kind of interesting to see like how far this team has really come. But it's also interesting to note that I, I'm i pretty sure they're still making playoffs because they're still in a favorable position. There's still two wins ahead of some teams. There's still one win ahead of other teams that they need to be ahead of. But I'm not really too certain of how they're going to perform in playoffs. I think they'll just finish top two they won't win the split i don't see them winning the split at all because remember the team that gets first place in the split auto qualifies to worlds because lec has four uh seats this year so keep that in mind okay then uh that's it from rogue right now i hope they can bounce back uh this week it looks like they'll have that bounce back win that they're gonna need uh but it's not set in stone like sk gaming aren't exactly a free win because teams don't really know what to expect from them because they play in such a weird one week. They're super aggressive. One week, they're really passive. One week, they are half aggressive, half aggressive, half passive. I don't know, personally. All right. So finishing off the standings with Mad Lions. Mad Lions are definitely, you know, the best team right now. Honestly, uh, they've definitely been picking it up. You know, most of the games. See, Niski has had a really, really nice comeback into the league. I'm glad. He definitely has been playing really well. I thought Niski was the MVP of the LCS 2020 spring split, even though everyone was choosing Blabber. It's like, dude, Niski has definitely been a player. Yeah, that, that, was a fuck, that was a fucking joke. Niski should have won that. Yeah, I think we both had Niski as our MVP. How was it? How was Atupia, How was Niski not the MVP? The junglers always look better around him. Niski was all across the fucking map that fucking split. Like, what? He played so well, and people chose Blabber. And I'm like, oh my god, how is Blabber? People are so fucking. They, there's so much bias for junglers. Like literally, look at Blabber right now on Cloud Nine with Jensen. Is does Blabber have the yeah. exact same effect? You know the, yeah, but you know the second time though, where he won MVP, I could at least understand, even though it's dumb because literally th th there was like nobody that split who deserved MVP in NA. So I could at least say okay. But, like, even how far he didn't, he was grossly overrated on Team Liquid. But, God, that split, though, that was some fucking bullshit. Yeah, the, the split where Cloud9 were 
super dominant. People don't understand, Niski coming into Mad Lions made him extremely a whole lot more better. The same effect that Abadaga had on Hunter Thieves' last split. When you notice a good mid laner affect the team that hard, you can see the difference in their gameplay. Yeah, they, they also grieved right here, giving Humanoid three kills. Even when they grieved this team fight and gave Humanoid three kills, which you shouldn't do because that can be definitely exploited by a lot of the more better teams around the world if they go to Worlds. Uh, don't do that. They definitely still won. It goes, goes to show you how bad Fnatic really is. Like, they their Ari got a triple kill from a horrible team fight that Mad Lions actually did. And they still ended up losing. Good charm. Great charm. Aloye definitely has, you know, become a jungler. That's been a person you put more of your faith into. You know, Unforgiven's been the best ADC this split. I don't think it's really been close. Unforgiven and Kaiser definitely have been building up their synergy more. I think it's been something that you can't really dispute. You also have um, Armut. Armut's only really good on like a few champions, but if you put him on those few champions, he'll perform pretty well on them, give or take how the game is really going. Um, Mad Lions, I wouldn't say are a, a perfect team, but right now for the LEC, they are the best team. They're playing the best around the map. They still have this really heavy skirmish style that can be definitely punished and i don't really know why teams haven't really punished that and i don't really know why Fnatic didn't really punish that in this game as well but you know they're mentally distraught anyway they're probably going like damn why is this team fucking inting into us it's like what the fuck uh, but that's my opinion on mad lines right now uh they're definitely performing the the best for any team in the lac right now but there is a few holes in their gameplay as well all right now time for prediction i mean do you think mad will win the split Shit, fuck. I mean, Nisky would be, uh, I mean, I'm all counting Broken Blade because of that, uh, that illegal oh. season with that illegal, illegal split season. with that oh. illegal split with, uh, TSM that should have been DQ'd. But, uh, so not counting him. I mean, Nisky would be the third player in history, history to win both an LCS and LEC title, right? I would love if, if Nisky won for Mad Lions. I would love if Mad Lions win. Do I see it happening? Just depends on how playoffs goes. It really just depends on who they're facing and how their seeding is. Because if they're gonna be, if they're gonna get first place, they're gonna get the bye, obviously, into the other round, and then they'll face the winner of the previous round before they get to them. I hope they have a chance. Imagine if Mad Lions win three splits. That'd be pretty crazy. And like, I don't know why there's not more Mad Lions fans. They've definitely proven they can win titles in the LEC. Yeah, I thought there would be, but I I thought from like they were right out of the gate, like surprise shocking people. They're wrong. like, why is there not more fans of Mad? I don't get it. Yeah, like uh, maybe people aren't exactly maybe maybe people yeah. think it's just a fluke that they've won two titles and they want to see a more consistent. I don't get it. It's like, like these fra- these orgs that like join from like soccer franchises is like you would expect them to have fans, obviously, like. Like, there was uh, Bombers and uh, Oceanic, which was my favorite team until they left in that league. They had, like, none, though, and even though they were winning all the time. And then Schalke made finals in, like, their first year in LEC, and they're, you know, from a popular soccer franchise or football, whatever you want to call it. But um, they had, like, none ever. And now Mad Lions, it's the same deal. It's like, I I thought they would have more. Rogue had more fans. But they haven't won shit in the league. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that yo, weird? Yo, in their dog shit's first split, they had more fans. Maybe it's just social media. Maybe, maybe it's just the social media for Mad Lions. I, well, I don't well, really think the Mad Lions social like media has been that good. Them in social media, so. Yeah, like, Mad Lions literally lost their best player last year, who was Humanoid. They went to the rival org. People were like, 
meh. It's like, what? To spring the fucking the back-to-back champion of last year left for the rival org, and no one gave a fuck. That's sad. That's pathetic. Although, like, yeah, and, then, and then they didn't fans, do anything to try to hype up their new players. Like, um, like they should have hyped up Unforgiven. Like, it was obvious he would be great. Like, he was... Yeah, but, he was fire I mean, in Let's not talk about Reeker, but, I mean, still Unforgiven. Why didn't they hype him up? Like, that would have, so like, weird. pushing the blow for their fans, but... That's my thing. It's just that... Uh, Mad Lions have such little fans, even though they've won back-to-back splits. So I think it's fans going like, okay, maybe it was just a fluke they won two titles, and I, I, I want to see more consistency out of them. I, that was one comment that I saw on Reddit. I want to see more consistency out of Mad Lions. They won two titles! Most orgs in this league yeah. only ha- only won, like, well, outside of G2 Fanatic, has been what? Uh, Alliance? From, like, when I first started playing the game? It was eight years ago. They've won more titles than people with more fans in the orgs. T Vitality have more fans. Rogue have more fans. Misfits. Oh, sorry. I'll probably say these two right here. Rogue and T Vitality obviously have more fans. We know they do, right? And they've not won shit. But Mad Lions have, and they have less people watching them. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, I it's crazy. Don't. That's ridiculous. Because people say, oh yeah, I have to, I want to be a fan of an org that wins. Here you go. Uh no, I I, I have this. Fucking goalpost moving motherfuckers. Yes, and it, again, it's like, you, you know, it's like the social media team, again, like when they lost Humanoid, why didn't they try to at least, like, explain who the new players are to, like, hype them up so then the fans would be, like, more, you, you know, more, like, hype for the season. But no, they did none of that, so fans were just cautious, and then they had that poor first split because of Reeker, and then it's yeah. like they all jump ship. It's like, you need to do the opposite. It's like when Cloud9 lost Jensen, you know, because he, uh, that, that bitch, you know, because they, because of the su- substitutions. Oh, Lord. Uh, um, yeah, they brought in Niski. Uh, so you're like, oh, Niski's this, uh, hot prodigy from EU. No, uh, he was like their fucking like 25th option. And, and he was like, the, he was like the seven for six best LEC mid that year. He, 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 he like went to NA once and saved like, one team from relegations. Uh, I forgot what team that was. I'll look it up, but that fucking hell. And that they, but you know, they hype and he was pretty much just played like Zoe and shit before joining cloud nine. It's like, no, it was nowhere near that, but you know, they explained who he was like his potential and everything. So people got more excited. Like, like they lost Jensen for like the seventh best LEC mid from his split. It was like a Zoe one trick. Who had like little hope, but you know they, but then they did shit. So then fans were on board with it, and like, yeah, he's gonna be like the second best mid in in NA. He's gonna shit on fucking Jensen in finals, and then he kind and then he did, basically, you know, they because they he did play better, and they should have fucking won that split in summer in 2019, but whatever. And, and then, you know, the year. next year in 2020 and stuff, obviously. Because, like, dude, everyone always says, oh, I have to be a fan of an org that wins. And that makes sense, though. You want to be a fan of an org that shows you they're, they want to compete at the highest level, they, they want to go to Worlds, or they want to win titles. That's fine. And but it, it, was, it, it org, was envious, yes, envious. But then if an org does that and they still don't have fans, then that's not the reason why. You just don't like this brand. You don't just like these people. Or it's something. There has to be a reason why. I don't know. Maybe it's the players they're not really truly invested into because they don't have any like long standing players. The, is, the longest standing player right now on this team is what Kaiser and Aloye and uh, Arma. Those are like the yeah, you know, just Kaiser and Aloye. They're like the longest standing ones right now. But mm-hmm. 
Oh no, you'll be Kaiser because Aloye came after uh, Shadow, right? Yeah, Aloya came after Shadow and Arma came in that same year as well. So, yeah, it's really just been Kaiser, unless people just aren't a fan of Kaiser, which I don't think you should not be. He's, he's had some okay... He's been pretty much, what, a top three support in the LEC for... Dude, why would you not be a fan of Kaiser? I don't... Like, it's my thing. I, I really don't know why this org doesn't have... Like, like even when he fans. was... Even when Mad Lions was... Then it make Even last split, when it was probably, like, his weakest split in ages, he was still, like, top four support why would they not be a fan of kaiser let me look up mad lines also i got i gotta get a mad lines jersey too i don't have one i didn't watch my collection well i thought you did uh, i don't have one RNG? yet i don't have one yet i, I got i, I want to get the new ig one for my collection too soon 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 i mean I, i'm not into collecting jersey without names i mean whatever the custom yeah like they make content but like i mean i, I like barely anyone's lines. seen it jesus christ 32 likes 32 like the view that's pretty good that's pretty solid right here that's pretty good i mean that's all right yeah i mean pretty good yeah <laughs> i mean my thing here with um are these pl- okay this might be i'm not gonna be mean i might be mean here are these guys interesting because a lot well, of people like yes, players that are like interesting rash 100 percent isn't he had a huge follower in from turkey you know we, we saw yeah. like the social media presence with him and like in his first year when he won the splits, like it was huge. I don't know why I didn't utilize that more. It's like, it's like when fucking uh, Vitality not utilizing those names they have for like social media and content and getting people hyped coming into this year. It's dumb. Like, I know people in EU talk about new orgs coming in and just kind of sitting at the bottom. Mad Lions have been anything but that though. In 2021, they made a really hard search to win a title or, or, or go far. And yeah, next it's like, year they... it's like it's like wasn't wasn't last split the only time they missed playoffs since coming in. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot of fans always say they. Yeah, want and then that's thing. the same thing with Rogue, wasn't it? Or am I like, yeah, like yeah. when their Outside first of split? Rogue's very first split, they've always made playoffs. Yeah, so it's like know? why aren't there more fans of these? Like I don't, I I just don't get it. Like EU fans are just weird. They want and say certain things, but when they actually get them, they don't want them, which is like, mm-hmm. that means they're just saying this shit just for vanity. You know, I've t- I told you this before, too. People just say that shit because it sounds nice. They don't actually yes. want And then, shit. listen, I know how the team, how their rosters and their team has obviously went since joining LEC, but still, when, when they were announced for a spot, Astralis, why weren't there, like, more fans supporting them once they came in with, like, you realize how big Astralis is? Like, yeah, why like, that's there my more thing, too. Warren, Warren brings up, Astralis has a ton of fans. Not in league. Where are they at? I don't see them yeah, it's anywhere. Like, why, why weren't more people like becoming fans of them the moment they joined LEC? Like it doesn't matter what happened after and with their shitty rosters. Like when they first came in, like that's a huge fucking org. Why weren't there more fans that you know? Like I'll, I'll, I'll cheer for Astralis. I don't. And, and they make content. They make solid content. That actually, like they explain a lot shit more than more than like any other orgs really in LEC. With like how they do things and everything, like they're pretty honest, like they're pretty interesting actually. Yeah, like I, I just don't get it with a lot of these people when they say they want these things out of esport orgs in like LEC or LCS, and they get them, and it's like, or dude, did, did you see what I tweeted out last uh, this last past week? How in the world can Cloud9 perform very well at Worlds for NA standards at Worlds consistently year after year after year after year year after year after year, completely getting out of groups and shit? But TL and TSM get audience chance, even though people claim to our faces that T- people they hate TSM. What is 
I don't know what. Maybe I'm in the Twilight Zone. Maybe I'm just being fucking yeah, lied uh, to. Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, tell me one thing TSM has ever accomplished, or Team Liquid has accomplished, besides that one shitty MSI. I'm not counting that MSI. That was literally T TL literally went four and six, and they literally just made it out because IG. It's like they, it's like they went to a karaoke the night before, like ah, oh, it's Team Liquid, and took just a bunch of shots of sake, and then you know woke up wasted, and then just got three one. All right, I'm not, I'm not counting that, and especially after that 3-0 against G2. What has they, what have they actually accomplished accomplished internationally? Which is the only thing that mainly matters. And what about TSM besides that one fucking year with brother Sven Skarin, which I'm also not fucking counting because of that. But and especially when they've all had first seeds, all have have like first seeds every time the weakest groups, and they still accomplish nothing. Yeah, like my thing. With some of the like, I, I just don't get it. Like, how can Cloud Nine not get audience chance, but TSM does? You know how badly yeah, TSM the, is. The ran? only time I heard otherwise was in uh, the the year where in 2019 where they didn't make it out because they were like stuck in the group. But that the, the the EU fans did give them chance because the, you know the real life EU fans are a bunch of fucking brainlets like the in real life NA fans, and they actually realize their fucking success in history. So they gave them chance over the other NA teams at World yeah, like, 2019. People fucking cheering for Team Liquid. Like, what the fuck has TL ever done outside of that MSI? And that MSI run they had was great. I'm not denying that. It was a great run from them. It was amazing from them, actually. Yeah. But, like, what has TL ever done? This fucking super team has been a fucking joke. And a bad one at that. See how badly they're playing this week? It was fucking horrible. Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, how does Cloud9 not get cheers, but TSM does? And people know how bad TSM can be, actually. People know how badly run TSM actually is. But it is what it is. It's whatever. You also can't get a Mad Lions jersey? I was trying to see, like, why can't I get a Mad Lions jersey? Oh, because they're a they're, they're a Hispanic ran. Oh, fuck me. Let me see if this one place will have them. Mad Lions LEC jersey. Let me see. Where could I probably buy them? The official store featuring Mad Lions. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, let me see if this will do it. Nope, it's all in Spanish. All in that Tropica. Jesus, fuck. I mean... Well, whatever. Fans are stupid. This is League. You know, League is a bunch of brainlets. What do you expect? I, yeah, Team I Liquid lost. Yeah, if they just beat Machi, they would have made it out of groups probably, or they at least would have been tied like four to two, or, or something. I forgot what it was exactly. Like, it, it, yeah, they would have been like tied four to two or something at, at worst if they just beat Machi. All right, so let's go over our predictions and we'll wrap it up. All right, so our predictions this week for the LEC 2022 Spring Split Week Seven. This is a really important match right here. I think Misfits. I'll say Misfits win this game. Vitality win. Misfits Vitality. SK Gaming, Mad Lions, and I think G Two beat Excel. Saturday I have Vitality, Excel, Mad Lions, Rogue, and G Two versus Fnatic. Which which is whether they're going to promote us a match of the week to you. I think G Two walk away with this win. I think they win. 2-0 this week. I Yo, think, it, I hope. It, it, if they promote that for match of the week, then I'm just... 
I'm off in myself. This is this is what they always do. They just go off of the old orgs. It's dumb. How would that ever be a match of the week with how the team's been playing? All right, it's not even good for a playoff spot, really, with how Fanatic's been doing. They're pretty much fucking hopeless. Holy fuck. Yeah, like, a, 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 an important matchup, guys, for a match of the week right now would be a, a, a match right here. Let me show you guys. Uh, again, Misfits versus Astralis. Or... Misfits versus Astralis. G2 versus XL would even be a bit better because then they're neck yeah, and neck. Yeah, and again, or even, Rogue like, versus Ma Mad. Mad versus, because that's the last chance probably for, like, Rogue to get, like, first seed. If they lose to Mad, yeah. then it's over. Yeah, if Rogue lose to Mad right now, they're most likely not getting second seed. Uh, yeah, that, that or first seed. They could still get first seed if they beat them, yeah. so... It's important the, there, and then uh, fuck. Misfits see. versus Mad. If Misfits go 2-0 this week, they're in a prime position to potentially make playoffs because they'll be, what, 9-6? and six. Yeah, well, anyway, let's go for the predictions. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll go, I guess. Fuck, oh, your thing's in the way. What the fuck? I don't know oh. why, why, why it does that. What the hell? Go away! No, go to, like, sir. okay, there. Um... Uh, okay, I'll save the first one from last. Okay, I'll go Vitality. Mm. I'll say SK. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with a Rogue upset. Uh, G2. And then I'll go... I'll go Vitality as well. Oh, fuck it. Oh, why, why not? Let's let this shit show go Vitality. Uh, XL. Uh, fuck, I'll, I'll go Mad. Uh, Rogue. And then... I'll, I'll predict a Fnatic upset because I'm on drugs. And then I'll... Shit. Say I'll say Astralis upset Misfits in the first one, which will be my match of the week. And yeah, I'll say Misfits goes 0-2, falls back down a bit here. All right, guys, that is it. I'm going to be doing my prep for um, the LCS episode we will have tomorrow. Uh, the LCS episode tomorrow, if you guys are interested in watching uh, us talk about the LCS, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, let me see. what I'll give you guys that time. Time for the LCS tomorrow is 7 p.m. PST. So that's the better time to have that episode come out, which would be 7 p.m. PST. So there you guys go with that. Uh, we had a great show today. I'll see you guys later. Like, comment, and subscribe. Always, if you're watching this on the replay, hit the subscribe button. Definitely helps out. Hit, hit the like button as well if you enjoyed yeah. the show. It's, it's been uh, great. I mean, I mean if, if you don't enjoy up. the show, though, then you probably enjoy watching Monday Night League. Monday Night League was amazing. Fuck off. <laughs> And then it was so cringe about Monday Night League. Everyone was bitching about it on Hotline League. And I was like, dude, holy fuck. It's not that good. Just shut the fuck up about it. They're going to they're gonna get rid of it anyway. If the fans are complaining that much about a segment yeah, like that, yeah. just get rid of it. I mean, I honestly, I, I mean, I, I was, I didn't like the idea of what and just trying to make it into like, again, just them continuing trying to make it like fucking NFL garbage American sports. But I mean, but I, I did kind of like having like, another a third day for something and like at nighttime honestly it was kind of chill but i wish they would have more like days at nighttime with games but so i was all right with it
it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, like I I just hated seeing people just complain about the same shit over and over again. Because then you have people who wanted it, but then when they get it, it's league fans are just like really cringing. Weird. Yeah, no. They, what 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 uh, again? What did you think of like the full stand-in things like combined in this two splits together for the records? What do you think about that? Would you say that was worse or? I like that actually, because it because mm. people keep saying that summer split. Sorry, people keep saying that spring split doesn't matter. But if you combine the records for summer and spring, then it definitely. I mean, why do you think they took it away better. after the one year? Because teams, I'd imagine it's because teams felt like if they had a really bad spring split, then that means summer split doesn't matter for them. Because if you start off that bad in spring, essentially you won't be able to yeah, crawl out of that hole. But it's like people ask for a spring split to matter, but then when they do something to make spring split matter, people don't want it. It's. It's just a weird thing with league fans where they say they want something, but then when, in reality, when they get it, they don't want it. It's like, then what did yeah. you really want to be getting? And with? also, when it comes to, like, champion points not being a thing anymore, again, I'm cool with that. Like, again, spring split, like, shouldn't hold that many, like, that like that much importance to get in a world spot, like, when 100 Thieves got it in, like, 2018 or something, but I or 2019. But I do think that, uh, I think the two teams that got, like, top two or, or like, top three in spring, I think they should have, like, a certain thing where they do get a, like a second chance because that would just be weird if like the top two teams in spring were just out that easily. I do think they would it, uh, would at least be deserving of a second chance or of like a regional gauntlet thing. But I mean, I, otherwise, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, guys, that's my last thing to say about the LEC right now. It's really, really close right now for the LEC right now. It's super, super neck and neck. Um, <laughs> It's just so close. Like, I, I like when a competition is this close. Sometimes it's always kind of boring to see, like, just two teams dominate everything. But, you know, this is always fun to see. You know, it's always I mean, fun it's to been have. A, it's, been, it's not been two teams that all dominate and everything. It's been a shit show in LEC. Like, there's just so many teams <laughs> neck and neck. Yeah, like, teams that you predict to win go 0-2, but then they'll go, like, 1-1. One one. Then mm-hmm. you'll have some teams drop games to – teams that they shouldn't be dropping games to then you have teams that shouldn't be winning beating teams that are better than them it's just like holy fuck the whole whole split is just crazy you know like if mad lions imagine if mad lions win three splits and people say i I don't know if i if i I want to be a mad lions fan be better to be a mad lions fan right now than be a fanatic fan i mean fanatic hasn't won anything in a while but you know (laughs) it's not always about trophies it's more like this org has proven they can win the league. And people say, I don't know if I can be a fan of this org. Then I don't know what you want then. I don't know what you want. People say, I want different teams, not fanatic, not fanatic in G2. Another team does it. They don't want that. People just like hearing the sound of their own fucking voice is what they want to do. Or what the, or what they want to say to you guys. I don't really personally know. Maybe I'm just venting too hard. Uh, but that's pretty much it, guys. See you guys later. Uh, see you uh, tomorrow when we wrap up. Uh, the week with the LCS episode, and then we will get you guys that.